Welcome! Hello! To our first Wine About Birth podcast. Whoop, whoop, whoop. We are three birth professionals. And best friends. And we are talking about what it is really like to live in the world of birth. It is not all glitter and rainbows. As we like to say, it is more shit than giggles. <laughs> <laughs> I am Kim Haynes. I am a certified professional midwife and licensed midwife, and I work at a busy out-of-hospital birth center. My name is Meredith Rowell. I'm also a certified professional midwife and a nurse, and I have a very small home birth practice here in the Shenandoah Valley. And I'm Jess McKee, and I like to say that I'm a butt-rubbing doula extraordinaire, <laughs> and also a birth assistant for local out-of-hospital midwives. Yeah, also. you are. Hello. Today we're going to be talking about ovulation and our three-part intro series to <laughs> how this podcast came to be. This episode is sponsored by Beluga Baby Bamboo Baby Wraps. Whoop, whoop. We love Beluga Baby. Super high quality and amazingly soft bamboo wraps with a four-way stretch. Proven to reduce crying by 40%. What do you guys love about Beluga Baby? I love how soft they are and they actually work and I've actually used them and I love to show them in the center. I love that they're super light and comfy and it's like a swaddle for your baby on your chest and they really work to reduce crying. I love 40% less crying. <laughs> and also whales. And whales. And we also all love Haley. And Haley. The founder of Beluga Baby. Before we launch into this podcast, we kind of have to know where all these magical friendships began. Mm -hmm. In order to do that, let's go back to 2006. Cue rewind music. <laughs> Welcome to 2006. <laughs> Where Jess meets Kim. I feel so young and vibrant. God, me too, and like four kids less or something. Yeah. Maybe just, maybe three. <laughs> anyway, I was sitting in my house, and a mutual friend came by and brought Jessica with her. I had no idea she was coming, so imagine my surprise when she asked, what do you do for a living? And I started talking about my birth, and she said, well, I too am a birth doula. What? Wah, 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 wah. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. I immediately loved Kim and everything about her. Oh, and stop. so we decided, <laughs> after hanging out several times, that we were going to start being doulas together. So yes. we launched a business called Doulas of the Shenandoah. And it was awesome. And we started attending births, being backup doulas for each other. But our friend Julie came. Well, also. <laughs> it came a lot. <laughs> so We'll cut that out. <laughs> I attended my first home birth was the home birth that you had of with Max, Max and yeah. I immediately fell in love with home birth, and yeah. I think you did as well. Yeah, that was two years later, so we were doing births together in the hospital before that. Yes. Yeah. But my first home birth was with you. It was, was with your me. Home birth, Max. And then I came all the way back home from Florida to attend your birth with Lila, mm -hmm. and then you flew all the way back to Florida to attend my birth with Evie. Yep, so we did lots of births together. So I attended the last three births of your kids. Yeah, there was a lot of rectal pressure. Lots of rectal pressure <laughs> and holding. Counter There's pressure. There's nothing like starting a friendship by asking for more rectal pressure. More I think that's on video somewhere. <laughs> yeah. We'll do video clips in future episodes. So that's the very short version of how we yeah. met. And so then Kim left to go to Florida I to did. become a midwife. I did. And... I got tired of taking... Uh, crap <laughs> from people in the hospital which I love today but back then not so much so I decided I would 
take my type A personality to midwifery school. <laughs> and I did. <laughs> now let's fast forward to 2012 so we can meet Meredith. Because right now, in this year, 2006, she's stuck in high school being an angsty teenager. What? Wow. So young. Here we go. Go, go, go. <laughs> That's a very slow fast forward. So here we are in 2012. I'm still an angsty 22-year-old. I and I'm still very young and vibrant. <laughs> <laughs> I feel about the same. And... I'm working in the crazy world of center birth when this beautiful ray of sunshine, I mean, Kimberly Haynes, walks into my life. It was Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> she was a lot less bitter back then. She still was pretty sunshiny. And she came in and like a whirlwind took over my life as a birth organ. This is really hard because I've never talked about how much I love you before. Oh, you God. <laughs> this is one of those times we're going to have to hit stop while Meredith cries about her feelings. Oh, my gosh. Back on track. All right. Back on track. Back on track. All right. Anyways, those tears. Kim took me under her wing and was like, hey, we do lip sync battles. Ka-ka. Welcome to the world of 80s lip sync mm-hmm. battles and enter Jess. Yes, yeah, so we had an epic lip-sync battle yeah. night. Epic. And there was Meredith, a duet. Yes. <laughs> with pillows stuffed underneath and my Meredith, down t-shirt. And Meredith comes and we realize that we have some things in common. Not only our love for lip-syncing to 80s music, but also our love for the movie and the music of Moulin Rouge. The hills were alive. Oh, God. <laughs> it was love at first sight. Yeah. So in the years that have followed since then... We're not going to do the noise again, but you get the, you get the whole point. Our now love we're in 2019. In the years since then, we have all uh, attended, attended births together. Lots of births. Lots of lots of wine. Had so many lip sync battles. Lots of front porch sitting. So much front porch One of our sitting. favorite things to do is just randomly send each other lip sync videos mm-hmm. on our mo- While on we're our driving clouds. our cars. While we're driving <laughs> our cars. so dangerous. It makes my, life, makes my life so happy yes. to get a lip sync from my friends. I'm like, ah. Yes. Okay. So that's us. That's, us. that's who that's we where are. We came from. So where did this idea come from, guys? Ooh, I do remember the day that we were sitting on the porch drinking wine, bitching about our jobs. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because we, we, we love our wine. jobs and we love all yep. of you as well. But sometimes <laughs> sometimes it just gets a little overwhelming. So we yeah. were complaining about all this stuff that happened and someone that had crawled and someone had pooped and it, and I thought yeah, it was like vomit. And I said, Thank God. Have you guys to drink this wine and complain with? And we yes. all agreed that other people may also need mm-hmm. to There's complain more of us out there and whine about birth. About birth. And I think that birth work is one of those things where it's like it you love it so much, but it also can be so emotionally draining because so draining. we're so passionate mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. And we're so passionate about helping these moms have the births they want. And sometimes when things go wrong, it can be really emotionally draining to us to walk through that journey with a mom. Mm-hmm. So it really helps to have each other to like decompress from yeah, yes. and just be able to not give 100% for once and be ourselves yes. and be really honest and not feel bad for it. Exactly. And we feel like this is a gift that a lot of people don't have in the birth community. It's very so, true. Here's yes. this podcast. So welcome to our crazy little birth yes. family. We would yes. love to be your platform to cheers awesome experiences and to whine about things that you're not happy with and just be that community. I hear a lot of talk about village, but 
it's really hard to make that village work mm-hmm. if people aren't coming together. Yeah. And we have found that in the birth community, it can go either way. It's either people love each other or people see each other as competition. And we found we wanted to rise above all of that drama and just really, like, make that community mm-hmm. instead of seeing each other as uh, competition. Like, <laughs> support each other as women and as birth professionals and as a birth community and love each other. And what mm-hmm. better way to do that than drink alcohol and bitch. And be honest. <laughs> In front of a lot of people. And be honest. Because midwives all have one unfortunate flaw in common, and that is that we're humans. We're humans. humans. So in general, humans tend to suck, but Mm -hmm. we don't want to suck. Human element really (laughs) screws things up sometimes. It really does. Yeah, and mental health doesn't get looked at enough in our community, and in order to be mentally healthy, we really need a good system. And a good support system and good friends you can be honest with, because if you're always trying to just impress each other... You're not getting out those negative things that we all have to get out or hashing through those feelings that we have about everything. And if you don't have a friend that you can screenshot Facebook and send it to each other and laugh together, then you are missing (laughs) out, I say. Definitely. (laughs) So join us. Join us. Join our little beginning of our village. So so why is this ovulation? So this is ovulation because it's how the idea started, but also sometimes ovulation can be painful. So Although, painful. if you know much about the female system, that's not necessarily normal. And we think that birth work should be amazing, like ovulation, because who doesn't feel freaking amazing when they're mm-hmm. ovulating or before they're on ovulating? A birth high. Yeah. Yes. I always so, look so much better naked when I'm ovulating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You do. Everything is just more... Thank you. Thank you, Meredith. Everything is just more awesome when you're ovulating. But sometimes it can be painful, which is not normal. So we think birth work should be the same way. It should be awesome and fun and supportive, but sometimes it is painful. So we're trying to figure out why that is and to help make a difference in our community. And we always want to hear your thoughts. We always want to hear what you have to say. If we say something and you're like... That's stupid, and this is where they're off. Which will happen a lot. This will happen a lot. If you want to complain or whatever, just send us your complaints, your ideas, everything to our email at whineaboutbirth.com. If you have an idea of how our lives could be better or your lives could be better, it's a community, so what you think matters too, unless we don't like your idea, in which case we will just read it and we make fun of it. We do have creative <laughs> comments. You'll be able to cut things out if we want. Yeah, we will cut it right out. Cut it out. Nope. Done. (laughs) All right. I think it's time for one of our regularly scheduled breaks. Break. Break. Cue that music. We're using this regularly scheduled break to remind you that this episode is sponsored by Beluga Baby, Bamboo Baby Wraps. We love Beluga Baby. It's super high quality and amazingly soft bamboo baby wraps with a four-way stretch that's proven to reduce crying by 40%. And who would not like to reduce crying by 40%? I know that I do. What do I love about Beluga Baby? Well, it has less fabric than your average wrap. And it's a lot more light and breathable, so it's easier to tie and wrap, and it's comfortable for whatever weather you're in. In the summertime, it's light and breathable, and in the winter, it fits nice underneath a jacket. So, if you haven't checked out Beluga Baby, I highly recommend you check it out. www.belugababy.com And tell Haley we said hi. 
Okay, so we just want to be clear that we are reaching out to everyone that's involved in the birth community. All-inclusive. All-inclusive. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> I love all-inclusive places. Me too. Clothing optional? Yes, please. Yes, please. Alcohol for free? Yes, yes I'll take it. <laughs> Only if it's alcohol included. <laughs> Why would we go anywhere else? So if you're in the hospital, out of the hospital, doulas, nurses, OBs. Mm-hmm. Bereavement doulas, postpartum doulas, moms, dads, grandparents, babies, yes. babies who can't talk yet. This could be people <laughs> like me that don't have children but still go to birth circles for fun. That's <laughs> that's weird. If you cry, if you don't cry, if you drink, if you don't You're drink. You're on the inside or vibrantly alive. <laughs> Just kidding. If you don't drink, you probably shouldn't. You probably won't enjoy this You probably won't much. enjoy it. Actually, you should always drink before you listen to us talk. <laughs> That's how we prepare, so that's how you should prepare. It really makes it much more bearable to listen to us. Much, much more bearable. And people in Spain drink at 10 in the morning, so we should be able to drink at 10 in the morning. It's fine. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. It wine is 5 o'clock It's wine o'clock somewhere. So, but talking about being all-inclusive, I feel like there's a, talking about the birth community, that there's a really big tendency in our culture and in our country that across different birth genres um (laughs) i like the word genre it's a good word it's a good word (laughs) across birth genres um that we have a tendency to be really judgy of each other Uh but we are really here to support moms in their choices and to make those choices as safe and happy as possible um and dads. And so, We're also supporting dads. Yes. And so we really want to bring together this birth community so that we can realize that we do all have something in common, that we want to make birth safe and happy and supportive for the people that are giving birth. And that always. means also getting along with other providers who, mm-hmm. like you said, are from a different birth genre. Yes. So, so we want to talk to OBs. We want yes. to talk to nurse midwives. We want to yes. talk to nurses in the hospital because sometimes our best stories, best birth. You just come... said breast. Did I? <laughs> I said breast. <laughs> we should. Oh my gosh. Who we made a drinking game? Yes. Every time we slip. Drinking game. All right, audience. Anytime we mm-hmm. say a birth word, <laughs> like breast or vulva, you have to take the trump this. Accidentally gonna say vulva. I don't accidentally say vulva ever. Well, and I purposely Ah! say vagina a lot. (laughs) If only, if only to make people uncomfortable. My favorite word is schmegma. Oh, speaking of schmegma, no, we're not gonna talk about schmegma. Which, by the way, is very normal if you have a foreskin, which we support because we think all men should be intact for life. Intact, intact. (laughs) Can we not get just going? That's gonna be a whole episode. We're not gonna do that. A whole episode. That's a whole episode. Anyway, so somehow we, we went from reaching out to OPs yeah. to Schmegma. So as as a doula, I work in the hospital <laughs> and out of the hospital, and I really work hard to try and keep those relationships with our in hospital birth workers um, as peaceful as possible, so that we're really working in the best interest of our she clients. She rubs a lot of butts to make that happen. I do mm. a lot of butt rubbing in the hospital. <laughs> And I also really respect our out-of-hospital midwives and birth workers. And really, for the best of everybody, if we could all come together harmoniously. Hormoniously. <laughs> hormoniously. <laughs> everybody. If you took the out of the equation, it'd be a lot easier to come together harmoniously. That's very true. Wouldn't everything be easier if we took hormones out of the equation? Cue Disney sparkle music. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God we don't have that. <laughs> We won't pause to really find that on YouTube and then play it for you. Just no, imagine it. We won't. 
But we would also really like to know, since this is our first podcast, what are things that you would like to hear about or your stories about when people worked well together um, across different genres of birth working or when people did not work together well over those different categories Mm -hmm. because it's only by bringing those things to light that we can work to make it better. Ooh, can we do shout out time? Shout out out time. So at the birth center, at Premier Birth Center, when we transfer, it's to Winchester Medical Center. And I will say that the nurses there are freaking phenomenal. Absolutely amazing. I love them. So supportive. So supportive. They do... They do lavender, and they do hot compresses, and they, and they have do... a million different birth ball options. Yeah, so that's what and we're talking about. pillows. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the OBs that I personally transfer to are amazing as well. So, so then our moms are happy. They're getting mm-hmm. continuity. They're getting treated well. They're not getting judged for their, you know, choice to start out of the hospital. So that's the kind of stuff that we are aiming for everywhere. Mm-hmm. I've not had anyone transfer from the hospital to us. <laughs> <laughs> That would be interesting. That would be. That would be a. But I don't think anyone asks to have their epidural undone. So no. Well, not when you. That ship has sailed. That ship has sailed. That ship has sailed. That's not true. Actually, I've that's actually not true. To have their, their epidural. We've actually undone. pulled back on an epidural mm-hmm. before, quite successfully. Oh, and I've had an epidural, and I loved it. <laughs> I'm just saying. I did. So I now, did that. Jessica just looked at me very judgy. I did not. That was not my... We don't judge. That was not my judgy face. I think epidurals are fantastic if they're what you want. Yes. And if it is what you need. And some moms just yes, need it. Exactly. Some of my favorite births have been moms with epidurals, like telling me their life stories and like yeah. their stories with their partners. Because mm-hmm. with labor, parties. you don't get to have those conversations yes. because they're in pain. It's finding the positive in every kind of birth, no matter what it is. It's totally true when i had my epidural um i was only 16 and my dad was in the room and he kept jabbing me with a pen in my thigh going does this hurt does this hurt does this hurt this is cool she can't feel anything thanks jab him in the eye thanks dad i did not jab him in the eye i wish i I could have gotten an epidural that time that we ran a half marathon together on the first time the first day of my period and i kept getting butt cramps she kept having butt what my butt my butt hurts i just stop it every johnny blue for her to poop which is probably like what every and then i pretended i was annoyed but really i was like oh thank god i haven't run in months and i'm secretly dying and then i had to walk with toilet paper stuffed in my shoes for like a month it was horrible but then oh we made God. it together. We made that 13 miles. <laughs> we made it through the wilderness. <laughs> it actually wasn't the wilderness. It was St. Peter, Florida. It was St. Peter, Florida. There was Florida's no, a wild place. It oh. was a very wild place. Uh, Okay, I think it is time. We have come to the part of our podcast where we share the stories that you have sent in. That you have sent. So let's take a short Wine Very break. Short. Wine break. Because <laughs> you've got to listen be... to us for 19 minutes and 26 seconds. That's we will it. be right back <laughs> with your stories. Beluga Baby. Beluga Baby high quality bamboo baby wraps. You should get a Beluga Baby bamboo baby wrap because they're so soft and have four way stretch. Oh belugababy.com. Get one today. 
All right, so it was just pointed out to me that perhaps I was a little too nice earlier, so I guess I should add in that some of you in and out of the hospital birth workers effing suck, and you know who you are, and uh-huh. you're not all awesome, okay? So I guess I was too nice earlier when I was trying to be all-inclusive. Well, inclusivity also includes accountability. Oh, accountability. Okay. And also there's moms that have had bad experiences, and it might make them feel not included if we don't acknowledge that. That's true. That's and true. validate so, it. Hey, Edgy Podcast. Welcome to the world. Wow, you guys are so edgy. So edgy. Now we have a story that a local birth worker sent us to whineaboutbirth at gmail.com. Reminder, please send us your stories at whineaboutbirth at gmail.com. We can't say this enough. Whineaboutbirth <laughs> at gmail.com. For the love of God, send us your stories at whineaboutbirth at okay. gmail.com. Okay, Kim, read the story. <laughs> okay, so she this story isn't super local. It's also not on the other side of the universe either. But I just want to say that I'm going to cut out all identifying factors. And there is a line in here that's a little more edgy than even I have the balls to read. Or you, Do you mean ovaries? Because balls are actually <laughs> weak and sensitive. Well, ovaries, you know, they are tough. They, they are, are ripped so open tough. every month. And you don't see them complaining That's about true. it. Yes. That takes over. That's lady. true. All right. Don't smart. <laughs> yes. Got it in there. Why did you say that the yeah. whole time? That means ovulation in German. Uh, <laughs> no, it means ovulation of pain. Oh. Ooh. Uh, that sounds horrible. Read the story. I'm reading. I'm reading. All right. Here's my story about not being called to a birth. I got hired at the last minute by a wealthy family who lives in. Beep. On... <laughs> Undisclosed city. They got my name from their midwife, who I had never worked with or met before, so I was excited to start making more connections in the community. Their home was beautiful and expensive with ridiculous amounts of white walls, pure natural light, and their birth setup was every photographer's dream. No. (laughs) Oh. If birth photography is very important to you, you better go into labor during the daytime, because if you don't want grainy dark photos, Mm -hmm. or turn on some lights. Turn on some. Yes. (laughs) Please turn on some lights. Don't be mad at your photographer when they ask you to turn on lights when you want photos. I mean, I've gotten birth photos in the dark, but I wouldn't call them professional quality. <laughs> you can't actually see anything. Okay, where was I? Oh, Christmas lights dripping around the birth pool. A big mm-hmm. dog and a little kid were going to be there, so I was really excited. Not that I'm not excited about all births, but when the room is a dungeon, it isn't going to be easy. So true. She <laughs> she told me about how her last birth with her first baby was precipitous. That means fast. So fast. I think total five hours, and this is why they were doing a home birth this time. So one night, I had a very vivid dream about her calling me to her birth and me being prevented at every turn from getting to her birth, just going around in circles in her neighborhood, and I missed it. Also, for those of you who wonder why your midwife, doula, birth photographer, whoever is exhausted when they get to your labor, it's because they've already woken up seven times in the night thinking that they're at you're at their birth. We put a lot of <laughs> mental energy into your birth. I swear I wake up four times a night to check my ringer to make sure I turned it up before I went to bed. Yeah, that's true. And if you work in the hospital, you may have already had 10 deliveries, so maybe that's why you look tired. Yes. Yeah. Was Very that true. good? Was that, that true. good? That was so inclusive, Kim. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, <laughs> Hashtag Jess. partners. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I said I said husbands earlier, not partners, and that was a dick move. I apologize. <laughs> if first can get it right, we can get it right, too. Exactly. We can get it right, too. Anyway. 
day. I was back to this story. I was awoken from this dream by her actually texting me that she had been having contractions that were now every five minutes. The thing about midwifery is that it's really all about intuition. And I thought, shit, this is my brand new midwife intuition telling me to go now because she's going to go fast. Mm -hmm. That's not it. I mean, it is a thing, but it's not always a thing. It's a thing. I live about I live about 45 minutes away without traffic, so I thought I would take this opportunity to just go. This was like 3 a.m., so I would beat traffic, and I could sleep in my car like I always do. So I went and parked in front of her house, and I told her I was coming into Undisclosed City, <laughs> feeling pretty proud of my intuition. I got woken up at about 8 a.m. by another text saying the contractions died down and the midwives had left. I was in the college part of town. So Whatever I, college that could be. What, any college. Any college. So I thought I would run some errands, have a leisurely breakfast, and get some really good coffee, do some shopping. I did all that all day. Even left town to go get my acupuncture appointment and got a full loot of groceries at Chater. <laughs> By Chater the way, Jones. this birth worker is way cooler than any of us. She's yeah. so, <laughs> way more committed than I ever will be Chater ever. Jones? Acupuncture? Yeah. No. In VR podcast? I'm no. Sorry, I don't know if we got this was yet. when she was new in her birth worker journey. <laughs> <laughs> she texts me saying the contractions are picking up again and the midwives are coming back. Great. So I told her I was hanging out in her neighborhood and to call when she's ready. This was about 3 p.m. So I gathered my knitting, my Trader Joe's, my NPR podcast, and relaxed until the neighbor. Na- laughing at you, we're laughing with you. <laughs> totally with you. And relaxed until the neighborhood cop pulls up and asks me what I'm doing. I lie and I say I'm a midwife giving privacy to someone in labor. This wasn't good enough. He told me you can't hang out here in your car. You have to get moving along. Now, this is the part I'm going to leave out. Inappropriateness, inappropriateness. Lots of really, really strong feelings about the cop. Not politically correct. Not politically correct. And we validate these feelings for you, but we're not going to say them. Just not on the air. But we do this to ourselves too. We edit after we're done. Edit, edit. (laughs) The thing was that I no longer had line of sight with the client's home. Okay, so it's now 8 p.m. and I'm getting hot and bored and I need to poop. Oh, poop. That's the thing. We should just we should talk about this. Let's talk about this. Poop at a birth. There comes a point in time when you're a birth worker at a birth that you are going to have to poop. And when Jess says at a time, it usually means like every time. Every time. Yeah. But there comes a time at each particular birth where every birth worker is going to have to poop. Mm -hmm. Usually right before she starts pushing. Even the precipitous ones. Yeah. So so if you're in the hospital, you have you have an employee bathroom. But if you're uh, not in the hospital, we're often called to homes with one bathroom, and we can't yeah, actually. And the mom is laboring in that bathroom. In that bathroom. And sometimes there's a hose in the door. Um, so oh, yeah. So you can actually close the door. That's yep. always fun. And yep. then we have these like one bridesmaids moment after another. <laughs> When we're like, can you hear me pooping from here? Can you hear me <laughs> out there? It's coming out of me like hot lava. <laughs> also, it never fail both birth workers. If you have a doula and a midwife or a doula and a birth photographer or a midwife and a doula or a birth photographer, they yeah. will have to go at the same time, which is like a real Every bridesmaids time. moment. Yes. But luckily, we're all really good friends. Yes. So that's a safe space. So if you are having an out-of-hospital birth and you have one bathroom, I do suggest that you... Uh, an outhouse. Have bushes in your front yard that are well covered. <gasps> or pooped in the bushes once you pooped in the bushes I did. We've or been there. at the very late at the very least you know
know, buy some poopery for us. Okay? Oh, yeah. We feel better about ourselves. Cover that ish. Yeah. Cover that ish. It's for your sake. Trust me. We'll have a whole episode about poop, but let's get back to the We story. just wanted to, wanted to prerequisite that poop episode. Okay, so this birth worker, this photographer, she had to poop. So I find out what my saintly friend, unnamed, unnamed, <laughs> was <laughs> she's doing. She's a saint. <laughs> Since she's always offered she's me. Amazing. She's amazing. She offered me a place to crash when I'm in undisclosed city. <laughs> she let me come to dinner with with her friend. So I text my client again, how's it going? I'll be within 10 minutes of you. No response. I had a lovely time with my friend and she did let me go to her house and crash. I was awoken finally by a text at 10 p.m. It said, we had the baby by ourselves at 4 p.m. <laughs> what? That's not okay. I kind of just sat there in disbelief and counted on my fingers how many hours I had been left to rot in the dark about the birth. Six. So I texted back like a dumbass. Congratulations. Heart emoji. (laughs) 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 Talk later. Immediate emotional response. Next. Rational response. (laughs) I was so angry. I just got up and left and the rage just steadily built as I drove home. So much that I went the wrong way down a one way street. And I was (laughs) like, I was like, try me, bitch, to the poor guy who had to (laughs) swerve around me. (laughs) The the conversation with them the next morning did not go well. They said, we are a little disappointed. You should have known to come in. What? Remember what I said about the dog? Not ever letting myself into someone's home. But alas, I bet they took that whole six hours to come through my contract to find the single loophole to keep from having to pay me. And by God, they did find it. My contract is now completely rewritten. So they have to actually call and tell me to come in. And I have the right to call their care providers. No more loophole. So literally, as I was moving my car, the midwives must have been busting down the client's door. She had the baby squatting in her big front atrium with all the natural light and plants in the sunset. That sounds beautiful. That sounds But guess what? She has no photos. Too bad you you don't have pictures of it. How do you forget a member of your care team for six hours? Two hours? Fine. Literally, everyone is dicking with their phones anyway by the two-hour mark. (laughs) That's really true. That's so true. Especially the moms that have seven children. Yes, and the midwives who recommended me didn't wonder why I didn't show. My fucking intuition was right. So at least there's that. Oh. Well, way to find the bright side. Yeah, that. Your well, intuition's amazing. That was a very interesting story. And quite, I can feel your disappointment <laughs> coming through the phone. Literally punching us in the face. So it's while amazing. we enjoyed all of those details... <laughs> The next time you email us at www. No, wait, wait, that's not. Sorry. Get it right, The Jess. next time you email us at whineaboutbirth at gmail.com, you could keep it a little bit shorter. Listen, listen. <laughs> you, can't, you can't add in those things I cut out. But I love you. I know who you are. We know who you are. And, and we I feel your pain. And I'm we so love sorry. you. And we would have called you four hours before. And we will cheers you about the parts we cut out over Mexican lunch. Yes, yeah. we will. Margaritas. Margaritas. <laughs> At an undisclosed Mexican restaurant. Yes. Can we, buy, can we buy you lunch, actually? Yeah, you deserve it after that, girlfriend. <laughs> I can do that. Actually, can we hire you to take pictures of us pretending... <laughs> Pretending to be at a birth. <laughs> yeah. I'll squat in front of a very naturally lit atrium. <laughs> I'll even do it naked. Whatever. I don't, know, I don't know if our viewers want to see that quite yet. we got to ease them in, We don't need to be in labor for that. Awesome. Thank you Thanks for that for your story. story. It was amazing. See, friends? This is what we need. We need wines. 
We need to whine about birth because this is how we get it out of our systems yes. and our community. Maybe next time we will share our cheers. But until without then. that, we will say <laughs> cheers to your intuition. Whoop, whoop. Well, thank you for really putting up with us as we just like <laughs> bumble bumble. This through. was our first attempt at making a podcast and just like anyone's first attempt at anything losing any sort of virginity re- at all it really <laughs> sucked in the beginning it really but sucked. it gets better it gets better with practice yeah. especially well, in safe spaces we just need to you trust yes it- <laughs> <laughs> so yeah cheers to learning those g-pods g-pods <laughs> G-pod. That's okay. She has, <laughs> she has a G-pod. I have a G-pod. <laughs> also, this is why we drink, because we get funnier the more we drink. To us. To us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, our next episode will be called, and we really like this part of it, <laughs> and I can't remember what it will be called. Oh, that's right. It will be Conception. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good times and the bad times. And so, until that next Kim is podcast not, Kim comes is out, all we have to say to you is cheers!